a Bemcast. Welcome to Coptober. Well, that's probably one star. All right, welcome to the Bamcast. Hey, hey, Bamcast. All right, Bamcast. Episode some numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I honestly forgot. Episode 293. Hey, hey, Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of the Bamcast is we come in here and talk about a a bad movie after we just watched it, freshly watched it. Mm. I, I want to point that out. We don't do our homework ahead of time. Talk about it for the first half. Then we rate them. Good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They got one to five jocks and robot jocks. All right, robot jocks. Hooray! Good job, jocks. robot jocks. But to go. however, but the bad bad movies they get a negative sliding scale. One to five bags as douchebags after Twilight. Ew. Yeah. Ew, Twilight. That's, you have failed yeah. in your mission. See that? That's bad. Icky. Yeah. So uh, we're dumb. We've been doing a theme year all year. Nineteen ninety. We're back again. With a movie from Hooray! 1990. Oh, yeah. really? And it starts a theme month. It does. <laughs> theme month within a theme year. Wham. Themeception. It is 1990's Top Cop. Top Cop. Top, top Cop. Top Cop. Cop. Top of the Cops. Hey, that rhymes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to read a summary. There's probably not going to be any rhyming in it, but oh, hopefully well. it's mildly limerickery. Limerick-y. Right. Your name is Harlow and you're here to say. Yeah. I'm top Cop was awesome in every, every way. way. Yeah. <laughs> Malone is an undercover detective whose job it is to sort out the low lives in the city, but when his partner is shot dead, he turns into a one-man army with a score to settle. But has he gone too close to the edge this time? Yes. Question mark? <laughs> he will tell you yes. I would tell you yes. Mm. I'm just saying, know. a man point-blank asks him, "Are you? Th- do you think you're going too close to the edge? And he goes, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, then, well, take it from Top Cop himself. Yes. <laughs> Take it from time. I hate to say it, but he was a man who was already over the edge. Pretty much, yes. Is evidence. He's like probably worse before everything happens. He does seem to mellow out. Yeah, he's more restrained on. as the movie goes on. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's kind of true. He's just yeah. getting comfortable with his, you know, with his brutality. His, his brutality. Well, he's yeah. just a brash murderer at the beginning, and then he's kind of, you know, becomes more of a yeah. stalker towards yeah, the Yeah, he's more of a nuanced murderer by the end <laughs> <Right>. of the movie. <laughs> he's. he's he takes a turn to, you know, carefully planning his murders. <laughs> He's got yeah. his technique down. Yes. <laughs> Top murderer. Oh, man. Yeah. Because um, so it starts gross. It, it does. His first case is, uh, if you will, um, case. look, he's <laughs> the busting. first scene of the movie is people filming child pornography. Yep. Straight up. There are child yeah. pornographers. Yeah. yeah. Of course, because we would not watch a movie like that. They don't show anything. No, no. Right, but it's yeah. basically a gross dude on a bed with covers covering him. Well, you don't know what it is at first. Yeah. And it's just like, it's like a girl fighting him off and you're like, okay, this is kind of gross. And then like, they're like, I don't know if they even say cut or if they just hear something. But oh, no, dude says it, cut. Yeah, there's you know, a, there's a whole film crew there. I mean, yeah, this is a yeah. big production. But he gets up and it's like it's like a 12-year-old girl. And we're like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, it was gross before. Now it's extra gross. Super gross. Good yes. job. Good job with that. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, meanwhile, thankfully, outside Malone, our top cop, is arriving in his car and goes to the trunk kind of deliberately. And they're like, all right, trunk full of guns, but it's trunk full of gun. One, one <laughs> trunk full of gun and like a muffler yeah, and a gym bag. Yeah. 
Trunk, like, they Trunk set occupied that shot up. by gun. How about it's that? one of those things you know in the script. They were like, he opens it up and there's an M16 and Trunk a shotgun and 20 handguns and he grabs them all. Because there's then, like close up of the key going into the yeah. lock and you're like, oh man, what's going to be in here? And it's like a gun. You're like, oh, well, what all right. Shotgun. <laughs> like, you could have put that in your front seat. Yeah, pal. you know, they read the script and, the, and whoever was getting the props was like, we don't, the guns like, aren't here yet. <laughs> Terry was the only guy who had a gun today. Like, like <laughs> Frank was supposed to show up with an M16, and he just, we don't even know where Frank is. They had is. a gun guy credited, though, didn't they? Yeah. Well, yeah, there's a bag of guns later, but the, it must have got yeah. lost in customs I, on the I'm way. I'm pretty sure their gun guy was a guy with some guns. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was their gun guy. It was Earl's guns. Yeah, it's just like, I, man, you film in a movie, I, I, you need guns, I got some guns. <laughs> well... They're all sure in Arkansas, so either way, so either way it is set up for like an awesome. Like this guy's going to gear up and fucking kill child pornographers. Yes, and he doesn't exactly gear up. No, he but just he grabs still his kills gun. child pornographers. He sure does <laughs> <laughs> because they're finished filming. No way. Okay. Uh, also, <laughs> there's like 20 people in here filming this. Oh yeah, like, it's a huge production. What kind of world are, is this existence it's where it's like weird? Oh yeah, that's that's a kid. Uh, uh, well. <laughs> It pays well, it, I it guess. It exists in Moon 44 world where it's yeah. like, well, <laughs> all right. Yeah. yeah. Real, I object, but I'm not going to stop this. Real quick for the listeners so you can understand who Top Cop is and oh, what right. Top Cop Sorry. looks like. Yeah. So picture like the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase. Mm-hmm. I am. But in no like form of any kind, just a big blob of a man sort of poured into a shirt and some jeans. God, who's uh-huh, the dude uh-huh. from Elves? Dan Haggerty? Yeah. It's a cross between Ted DiBiase. He, he's like, got, like if you melded yeah, he's Ted got, DiBiase. He's got less Dan Haggerty beard, <laughs> but Dan Haggerty. more Dan Haggerty form. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's got some nice feathered hair. <laughs> he's just just uh he's like just a hunk of man but like not he's like a hunk all right not the way man. you would think hunk of man he's just like just no he's like, more of a chunk of man yes okay yes so it's there's a slab just slab of man yes he's just a big meaty flank of a man yeah. <laughs> so it was the stunt coordinator for the movie yes and had done stunts in other movies before yeah but man just when you're casting your hero just i don't know this guy maybe not <laughs> maybe not <laughs> but anyway he that's a, that's our hero and he rolls in with his gun mm-hmm. and just like, you know, he rolls just, in and like everyone's like, hey, who the hell's that? And then just immediately just starts shotgunning yeah, yeah. people. Let's just say Top Cop does not ever bother with like a, hey, freeze. Stop no. what you're doing. No. no. He's he, just like, I'm here now. He shoots first and never asks questions. No. He shoots first and then he's done. Yeah. <laughs> he shoots first and last and leaves. Yes. Yeah. Yep. But he does he does yeah, yeah. thankfully scoop up the girl. He does. Take her outside while the other cops have shown up and they're like, Jesus, what Well his partner it? shows up and he's like, God damn it, how dare you like go without backup kind of you know, standard B movie cop cliche. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he sees her and they, their exchange is basically like, No, and he's like, Yep, and they're like, God damn it. <laughs> and then so and, like that's it. It's like, all right, we have reason to murder some people. Yeah. But we also need to mention this is kind of like the first dialogue of the movie. Yeah. Yep. Yep, and these guys all have thick Arkansas accents. Yep, yeah, man, it's weird because all the heroes have super southern accents, but all the bad guys are just nondescript. Who knows where the hell they're from? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so well, but didn't our main villain have a bit of a southern accent? Costello, not really. Mm-hmm. Did I just no. imagine that? No, like his brother has like a weird New York accent, mm-hmm. but he's just sort of. He's just kind of accent guy. neutral. Yeah. <laughs> I think I just put accents on everybody. Well, once ninety percent of the people showed up in the yeah. movie, the with other accents. accents poured off of those people yeah. onto yeah. everyone else in the movie. Yeah, because Top Cop and his partner, like now, 
they have a reason to murder people, but they haven't really linked this case with the Costello people. I don't no. think. Yeah. No, because I, mean, I, I, I think this is when we're introduced to the Costello I don't, people. I don't, yeah, I think, I think that's the implication. I don't. Th- no. I don't think they're linked. I think at all. it was just like this is, this is the kind of dude Top Cop is. Well, yeah. like Top Cop will go in and murder child pornographers because he's a fucking righteous American dude, yeah, right? But I thought <laughs> and those people deserve to die. <laughs> yes, yes, and I hope yes, they burn in they hell. They <laughs> completely deserve to die. But the thing is, is I think later in the movie, plot wise, doesn't he say something like something went wrong in Little Rock? Like, I, I thought the implication was he stopped their their products or their he stopped their process somehow and like now they had a score to well, settle no, costello no, was dealing no. drugs yeah, yeah i know all drugs yeah well when they when we were introduced to costello he's hanging out by his pool in mm-hmm. hot springs yeah in hot springs and <laughs> they've got one guy who's like yeah man you know the shipment went fine all that and he goes well listen there are two bags missing what's up yeah and the guy's like i don't know <laughs> and then he has his his henchman which this guy shows up later but he's kind of like nick yeah nick kind of looks like a your generic late 80s henchman guy he could be a wrestler yeah he just has that look like he was maybe a bouncer and a wrestler yeah, th- that kind of thing and yeah. then he, he he gets the guy in a headlock and I'm like are you gonna tell me or what i'm gonna give you five seconds and then he says, okay, yeah, I didn't think you'd miss it. You know, I'm it's sorry. under my pillow at home. Yeah. yeah. He'd, be, he'd basically be the guy, I just thought about it. He'd be like the guy who'd be like a sidekick to like Brian Bosworth. Yeah. Like yeah. he'd be in the background. He's just like, because he had like a little like, you know. Yeah, things he did kind of have the boss things yeah. going on. Yeah. But yeah, he, yeah like a little boss. But yes, the guy is skimming the drugs off the top. Maybe that's mm-hmm. the problem with the ship. I believe Yeah, yeah. okay. But yeah, yeah the guy's so, like, he, he gives it up and, and then they're like, yeah, we're going to kill you anyway. Yeah, essentially, and so they shoot him in the head. Shoot him in the neck, or shoot him in the neck. <laughs> in the neck. Yeah. They in shoot the him in neck. the back of the neck, yeah. right? Because it was easier to put the squib on his throat, right? Yeah, that's that's one thing I do like the, about this movie. It's not afraid of squibs. No, it's got all. some squibs. Nope. All they these can... like shockingly so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in a minute, because then then like uh, like so they they've broken up the the child porn ring and they get back to the to the office and essentially they're being told they're going to have to go to DC because I guess they've got to testify in some other nebulous case that we never the really Costello did. case they're testifying yeah, it involves they were, the Costello they were undercover cops okay. who have the information on Costello sure Keep all right on. undercover cops yeah yes and for some reason they're all staying in the same hotel yes we'll get there in a minute but yeah, yeah. but they, all the parties involved they, they meet with their chief <laughs> right who is this short little black guy yeah who's just like listen you guys have to go to Washington DC to testify for this case it's big time yeah, but this guy's this guy's guy. doing the the community theater version of of police captain though. Yeah, because like oh yeah, he's like threatening to get loud and do the turn in your gun and badge kind of thing. But yeah, he, but he never, never really gets there. He like never turns it up. Well, the air yeah, conditioner's well, out. He's exasperated. Oh, he is he's, exasperated about the air conditioner. <laughs> I, love, I love that. That's his one bit that's of business. First thing he starts out, he's like, they just they don't care about us. They don't care about our department. The air conditioner doesn't even work. <laughs> yes. Damn it. But he at least he acknowledges he's like, listen, top cop, mm-hmm. you're maybe a top cop, but you're also kind of a dick who doesn't follow procedure yeah. and you make it a pain in the ass for me. So go to D.C., do this thing and leave your fucking guns here. He's basically like, leave your hand cannon. Yeah. At yeah. Home. He's like, leave your guns here. Like, put your gun on the <laughs> desk right now. He's like, go get on the plane, do the thing and come back here. Don't do anything else. And Top Cop's like, yeah, all right, whatever. Sure. <laughs> yeah. He's like, okay, man. Yeah. And his partner's like, yeah, all right, we're good. Yeah, we got this. Yeah. So, <laughs> cut to, cut to airplane landing in D.C. <laughs> yes. 
which I don't and, think it was DC. It was still somewhere. Yeah, in Arkansas. it was still in Little Rock. <laughs> but they go in the bathroom, and immediately he's got his bag. Opens up his, throws his bag on the counter, opens it up, and starts pulling guns out. Yeah, and his partner's like, "What the fuck, man?" Yeah, it's like, "What? It's my gun." Yeah, <laughs> man, everything was different before nine eleven. Yeah, very. You just carry a handgun around the airport. Not just a handgun, as we find out later, yeah. but yeah. so far, just a handgun. Yeah, because but, like they're they're hanging out in the bathroom, and two guys <laughs> bust in and like start to rob them both with guns of their own yeah and it's like really you're robbing people in airport bathrooms like where there's i don't know even pre-9-11 there was a lot yeah. of cops at airports but yes. anyway so a he's just like he's like do. they both kind of look at him like really and the partner's like i'm going to take a piss and then the other two are like, the people are robbing are like don't you move yeah and so he does a quick little like oh i'm reaching for my wallet oh it's a gun <laughs> yeah i carry all my yeah. money in my and, gun and so it's kind of a mexican standoff but the guy he's like He's like, you guys better just leave now. And they're like, we got two guns on you. You're yeah. not going to kill both of us. And again, the partner's just like, I'm going to take a piss. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like in the middle of this. And then out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. They, they do this whole thing. They establish this little thing he does where he's like, they're like, you can't possibly hit us both before we could shoot you. And he's like, what a bet. Or, yeah. you know, he has bet, me. Bet, bet me. me. Yeah. yeah, bet, says yeah that's line. his line. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and then unprovoked. Fucking shoots one of those dudes straight in the face. Mm-hmm. Just well, right like, in the forehead. We're going to shoot you. We're definitely going to shoot you. I wouldn't we're say probably unprovoked. It was... They maybe, were holding guns on like him. It wasn't like they did anything. <laughs> it was, wasn't like they suddenly went, ah! No. I would say underprovoked. I would say that? it's like, a clean not, kill, but yes. it's still startling as fuck because it's... It just, is. There has it's, been very little negotiation back and forth. It's just like, well, I see you have a gun as well. Yeah, well, yeah. you're not going to get both, Plam. It's like, like, like the ref would have gone and looked at the instant replay thing and come back and be like, well, I looked at, I checked the record book, and technically, I'm going with legal, After you're on blast. Right. Yeah. yeah. The, because, you're yeah. going to get a penalty assessed yeah. on the yeah. kickoff. Yeah. Because, like, man, this guy just... The point stand. Head squibs. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then he immediately blasts the other guy away in the chest, yeah. and we're just like, holy shit! <laughs> like... We're like, man, that we escalated. Like two minutes. That like, escalated quickly. Yeah, it barely even escalated. It just, yeah. it was just there. Oh yeah, like, just like, well, I got a gun. I'm top cow. <laughs> and then it was more partner, like a moving sidewalk than yeah. an escalator. Yeah. yeah, and his partner is just like, you fucking did it again. Yeah, yeah. Really? like we've been here well, five minutes. They like cut to them in the back of a cop car. It's like we've literally been here forty five seconds. <laughs> You've already killed two people. So they're taken to the Washington D.C. police station. Yep. Where ex- another exasperated captain is basically just like, look, can you just not kill anybody else? Can you just go do your thing yeah. and not kill anyone else, please? Thank you. And they're like, eh, yeah, He's like, right, well, I'll try. Right. Yeah. Do you know me? I'm Top Cop. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Me, get right? out of here. <laughs> I'm big, I'm big Even top the cop. bad guys know me. Come on. So they've had 45 seconds at the airport, 45 seconds in the car, and 45 seconds at the police station. And two people are dead mm-hmm. <laughs> already. Yep. Um, so, man, then they go to their hotel. Yeah. Now, his did, par- we, did we mention? Oh, we don't. I don't think we mentioned his partner is like has a drinking problem. His partner has a because like, they they go out drinking oh, yeah. before they travel and yeah. like you know he's like, getting getting a divorce and gets hammered and like becomes increasingly more hammered like despite stopping drinking. Yeah. But falls asleep on his couch and like the, so when they arrive in D.C. like first thing he's like I can't wait to get to the hotel and get to the lounge man I'm gonna get fucked up woo. Well, he's yeah. like, man, could, they're looking at this hotel like, man, this hotel's dope. I can't wait to see what this lounge looks like. And Top Cop's like, 
I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like whatever, dude. I'll go with you. But yeah, yeah so okay. they go. They if, go I, if there's no chance for me to murder anybody, <laughs> I don't know. There's but some chances. They go to they go to the lounge and they're sitting there and like having drinks and stuff. And then Costello, our bad guy, is on the dance floor with a lady. Yeah. Some other lady comes up and says something, and, and he gets kind of like handsy with both of them, and he's like, "I didn't know you were here with another someone else. I'm leaving." Yeah. And like goes to try to hit her, and that's when Top Cop, of course, like steps up from out of nowhere and grabs his hand. It's like, "I think you're done here." Mm-hmm. all of his cronies basically surround the dance floor and be like, you're a little outnumbered. He's like, well, I think the lady was more outnumbered. Yeah. You want to go? Right. And so, but the the, the thing that, that's amazing about this dialogue is eventually it gets to the point where Costello is looking at him and is like, I think I know you. I have a freaking face. He's like, you know, you'd remember me if you knew me. And he's like, wait a second. You're Malone, the top undercover officer. <laughs> You're testifying against me at the grand jury yeah. tomorrow. And he's like, maybe. <laughs> he's like, no, that's exactly who you I, are. I just yeah. want to point out, he just said the words, you're the top undercover officer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Why are they in the same hotel? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> also, beyond that, why does he know who the undercover officer is? <laughs> it's so stupid. It's just it's kind of good. Because he's... He, <laughs> Yeah, he's got all the information. He's we have top yeah. cop and top criminal. Oh, okay, right. Well, anyway, so he recognizes him and basically just kind of does that. All right, you know, you got me this time. Enjoy your time with her. We'll be seeing you. You know. Oh wait, no. There's more to it than that. Yeah. Is there? It, oh wait. Oh, Costello's yeah. like, all oh, my guys, we're gonna fuck you up. You're not gonna yeah. testify against me. And top cop's like, oh yeah, well, I got a fucking grenade. Yeah. Oh right, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Holds a grenade. I'm sorry. Out of his yes. jacket. Yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. I forgot so, how. I thought it just was. Let's words, think about but... this for a minute. He had not okay. only a handgun on the plane. I'm sorry. He had a goddamn grenade on the plane with. Or him. as I stated, <laughs> the implication of the scene is he either also brought a grenade yep. and checked it in his luggage. Yes. Or he stopped long enough to procure a grenade <laughs> yes. once arriving in in yeah. DC. He probably oh, you either don't know, way. There's a grenade guy right outside the airport. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Like. Just you walk you outside need, of yeah. Reagan, and there's a yeah. stand yeah. with Do you grenades. want Georgetown uh, sweatshirts and also grenades? Yeah. They both Either have way. G's on yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. One-stop shop. Grenade town. He probably swiped it off someone's desk at the police station. He was just like, oh, mm-hmm. sweet grenade. Yeah. But so, you know, <laughs> yeah. pops the pin, is holding the grenade. Yeah. And Costello's <laughs> like, I like your style. <laughs> <laughs> you got moxie. <laughs> yeah. You're in the cat's pajamas. Yeah. I like your style, but it's not going to help. the bees knees. You're still gonna die soon. Ha ha ha! Let's go, boys. Mm-hmm. And so they all leave, and, mm-hmm. and Top Cop and, and Frank, his partner, have drinks with the ladies. Right? Yeah, they sit down, and 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 Frank's in there tapping a cigarette. He's like, "Do you mind?" And it turns out the grenade was a cigarette lighter the entire time. Yeah, thus kind of immediately dismissing the. Oh, okay. Why did he have a grenade? Oh, he didn't actually. Okay. Still, still, <laughs> still. An when X-ray that goes scanner. to the X-ray machine. <laughs> It They're might gonna go set some things off. Yes. Son of a fuck, that's a grenade. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we should maybe talk to that guy. Yeah. Pull him out of line. I, I believe that's the official TSA response. <laughs> yes, son of a fuck. <laughs> son of a that's fuck. a grenade. <laughs> it's probably in his. If check. I were TSA, I'd be saying that. <laughs> Sir, we're gonna need you to step inside uh, here. <laughs> Sir, could you've you been please, randomly yeah. selected. Do you have a permit for your grenade? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is papers. 1990. I don't need yeah, a permit yeah. for a grenade. Oh, carry on. Right, carry you are, sir. How dare we? Well, I mean, he could put a loaded handgun. How, would, how dare we impugn on yeah. your Second Amendment rights? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he could put a, a handgun, a loaded handgun, in his checked baggage. Yeah. You could not probably even... have several grenades in your checked baggage. I'm no. just sorry. Right, I know they're both designed to not go off until the appropriate time. Sure. One is a bullet. The other one is an explosive device. Yeah. It oh, yeah. seems... I mean, they're both explosive. 
Yeah. We I mean, can't bring fucking toothpaste on a plane now. I know. I'm talking <laughs> well, about the good old days. Toothpaste is dangerous. Am, Grenades are safe, yeah, I'm sure that grenade grenades. had more than three <laughs> ounces of grenade in it. <laughs> no, no liquid in a grenade. Yeah. That's the that's oh, liquid no, grenades? No, no liquid oh, in a grenade. Liquor grenades. <laughs> the only thing that'll stop a bad guy with a grenade is a good guy with a grenade. Just remember that, Chuck. All right. If a good guy doesn't have a grenade in the airport, then all the bad guys with grenades... We should just all get grenades then. <laughs> yeah. All wear them around our Let's necks get, on chains, we, and everyone's like, oh, to, that fuck's got a grenade. Well, <laughs> we can go to Grenada grenade-ish. and get mm. grenades. I would love oh, to. Oh, that's where they sell them, right? Yeah. Yes. That's They're grown there. It's right next to Fireworks Town. <laughs> it's their primary export. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway. So, um, uh, <laughs> so... Yeah, so they sit down with the ladies and have some drinks and then offer to take them on a tour of, of proper DC the next day, which... I don't know how they know. They just rolled into town, but whatever. Mm-hmm. It's a line. It works. Yeah. And they go around and see the sights, and then they go to hotel rooms they and don't, see they the don't sex. See any they don't sights. see any fucking sights. They see a fountain and a crosswalk. Well, okay. <laughs> well, yeah, and because, big sweaty top cop. <laughs> yeah, because DC has recognizable landmarks. Oh, yeah. You can't go there. Little Rock doesn't. Nope. I so saw when s- you're filming around Little Rock- I saw zero wanted- stairs. That's how I know they weren't in DC. Yeah. yeah. This is very true. That's a yeah. good point. But- by the end of this montage of Look at the Things, montage. Lady is just full-on lip lock with Top Cop. Oh, yeah. Top Cop lip lock. <laughs> well, she's she's Top Cop locking on the lips. <laughs> she's on top of Top she's, Cop. She's, top so cop. she's the top. Yeah, she's the top of the Top Cop. And that she's carries the cherry, on. She's, she's the cherry on Top, top cop, yeah. cop. Cop. She's Top Cop. <laughs> cock rocking on top <laughs> of the Top right. Cop. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. She's cop rocking that no, top cop. Stop. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Back with some of those cop rocking beats. Yeah, but Gosh, then they have right. sex and she's yeah, on top okay. of top cop. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was talking about. That's what we were talking about the whole time, Chuck. <laughs> Try to keep up. Oh, sorry. Right, we were just making jokes. Oh. Yeah. Serious business here. They have the sex. Yeah, they have the sex. He grabs um, boobies. <laughs> yeah, there's there some booby touching. Yeah, and then um, the next morning she leaves, and uh, he doesn't hear any of this until the phone rings, and the phone's just like, "Hey, it's nine a.m. Where's your partner?" And he's like, "What? Oh fuck!" Now, despite them staying in the same hotel with the guy they're about to testify with, apparently they don't have adjacent rooms because he has to go running through the hotel in just his socks. Yes, <laughs> and then eventually gets to find his gets to his partner's room, and his partner's dead. Right, bullet hole in the head. Yes. Yeah. And the other cops are like, nah, you got to get out of here. Cop. You, this isn't for you, top cop. You just <laughs> yeah. get on out of here now. Um, yeah, so he goes back to the Washington police station. They're just like, you know. He basically gets escorted home. Like, they're like, you yeah. get on a plane, you follow him, you watch the plane take off. And as soon as he lands back in Little Rock, he has cops there like, nope. we're here to make sure you get home, right? Am I skipping shit again? <laughs> That's like the end. <laughs> That's way later. Well, he so he goes back. They let him go on the investigation for a while. Yeah, he he for no really? fucking yeah. reason. He hangs out, oh, quote sorry, unquote, shit. in Washington right, for a while. Sorry, um, but like he go he goes to the police station and they're like, you know, who would have done this? And he's like, well, Costello, duh. And they're like, oh yeah, by the way, no one showed up to testify against Costello. He's free. <laughs> it's like, well, fuck. Of course he's free. Mm-hmm. They shot Frank. <laughs> and then they're like, hey, where are the ladies? It's like, oh, the ladies disappeared. Don't you find that suspicious? It's like, yeah, well, ladies disappeared. They do that. Mm-hmm. So let's go investigate shit. Yeah. Let's go wander around Washington and see what we can find. Yeah. So they, I guess they go back to Costello's room. Yes. And they're like, hey. We want to talk to and, Costello. And they meet Costello's his hotel room doorman. His, his hotel butler. <laughs> yeah. He has a hotel butler. Yep. Just hanging out in there by himself <laughs> in a tuxedo. Yeah, and 
this guy is like the most cliche gay guy that you're going to see. In, the most in cliche a Arkansas movie. gay guy. Yeah. yeah, in a 1990 because he's like, I'm just here to answer the door. <laughs> yeah. I know. I, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah he is that guy. I can't tell you where Mr. Costello went. <laughs> I just don't know. Yeah. So y'all what are you just some run kind along. Of dumb? Well, I guess I am. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. But words are said that are not nice by Top Cop as yeah. he picks this. <laughs> Poor little fella up and yeah. holds hoist him above his head. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> and he, and he, and basically he's, he's like, like, "Where's Costello? Yeah, where is he?" He's like, "Oh, you're just a giant old man, aren't you? <laughs> oh, you're a big, rough, hairy one. Yeah. You come back by yourself later." Mm. That, that, that like, is basically the response. Yeah. He's yeah. just like, "I don't know how to deal with these newfound emotions. <laughs> I must go back." Well, Tom Cobb's like, yeah. "Fuck you! Stop you. questioning my sexuality, <laughs> making me question my." Well, yeah, Tom Cobb literally says, "Fuck you" to that guy. And the guy's like, "That's what I'm counting." No, yeah. no. Yeah. <laughs> it's like God, just and then you're like, like a hotter day in Haggerty. <laughs> so the ca- the the Washington Who captain guy mm. gets him out in the hallway and has to just talk cop talk him down from being angry yeah. at that guy. Just like, dude, just chill out. Yeah. He's the like, guy doesn't matter. <laughs> Quit fucking things up for us. Yeah, you can't just go in and murder everyone. Yeah, he's like, oh, all right. What's <laughs> next? Good point. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Yeah, so then they go outside, and we see somebody putting together a sniper rifle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And eventually you see Top Cop in the crosshairs. Mm-hmm. But Top Cop has Top Cop sense. Yes, he's like, something's wrong. Yeah, because he's walking around, he's like... Mm-hmm. He's walking with the chief from the Washington, yeah. D.C. chief. Yeah. yeah. He's like, something's wrong, and then pulls the chief out of the way. Well, and he looks up at the building yes. where the sniper is. Right. He's like, oh, shit. And then... Pulls Captain out of the way behind a car, which then exposes innocent patrol man behind him. <laughs> that was Officer Bystander. He's very yeah. important to the plot. So, guy just squib explodes out of that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, the, the, the what's been established is that Frank was killed by the Avenger. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. I forgot the that. Avenger. There's a hitman responsible for 50 deaths. Right. Up and down the East Coast. Yeah, and, and Costello's called for him. He's just been like, get get me the Avenger. Yeah. I don't care what it costs. Right, and we're like, the Avenger? What? <laughs> so there's this hitman running around doing shit. Oh. Killed Frank. And mm-hmm. that's who was probably taking a shot at Top Cop. Yes. So, And that's the point where the uh, where the police chief is just like, listen, man. You got that guy killed. Yeah. <laughs> Wherever yeah, you go, yeah, people die. Like, you know, like I understand you want to get your partner, but I'm not gonna kill any more cops because you're gonna hang out here as a target. Go home and get those cops killed. I guess. <laughs> well, it's great because well, he dresses him down. He's like, "You need to get the hell out of here. You need to go yeah. right now. I'll see you later." And he starts walking down the hallway, and Top Cop just follows him. Like, I'm coming yeah. with you. And he's like, well, yeah. "No, well, you don't understand." Yeah, he goes, <laughs> "He goes like you. This is not your jurisdiction anymore. Yeah. We're sending you home." Like. We'll investigate it. We'll take care of it. Yeah, Stay out this. of it. And he goes, well, I got some vacation time. He's like, no, you don't. <laughs> no. no. Do not use it here. <laughs> Bad top cop. <laughs> you no. You'll be arrested. Yeah. He's he's interested because the two girls have shown up and, and mm-hmm. come in to give testimony or whatever. And so he's told to leave and then just follows the captain right into the interrogation. Like, I want to listen to them. They're like, mm-hmm. no, you don't seem to understand. Jim, get in here. <laughs> I want you to take him to the airport, watch him get on the plane, watch the plane take off, and then come back here. The guy's like, all right. He's like, sorry about this, top cop. Let's go. Escorts him mm-hmm. out. And the ladies yeah. are just like, yeah, you know, we had sex with them, and then we left because that's what you do. And Yeah, and he's like, that's pretty suspicious. And they're like, not, well, for, not for a one-night stand. It's what 
happens with yeah. these things. I mean, look at them. <laughs> look at these guys. And, you know, Cap's like, you own a gun? He's like, well, yes. Yeah, it's a whole thing where he's like, he looks at it, and he's like, oh, it's a twenty five caliber. Okay, a guy was killed by thirty eight caliber. Yeah. Well, I guess you're you're good. Yeah, you, you're you, free to you, go. You may go now. Get on out of here. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because <laughs> he asked the other one, do you, do you own a gun? I don't even know how to shoot one. Oh, well, that's good enough for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get on out of here, you two. <laughs> <laughs> you lovable scamps. <laughs> yeah. Run along now, ladies. Pat, pat. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, yeah, Top Cop's home now. Mm-hmm. Sure. He's been escorted home all the way. And, oh, yeah. Um, well, yeah, and it, on the way to the airport, I, I guess they can't send him back that night. Oh yeah, because they like they're like we got to stop here. <laughs> like I was like okay, and and he has a dream where he gets killed by. No, he's home at that point. Oh, he is. That's, home? that's when he's oh, got. That's back. right because he stole like, old Milwaukee. Everywhere. Yeah, the cops from his precinct have taken him home. Oh, okay, right? okay, and okay. they're like, we'll stay out here and yeah, and watch your watch you sleep. Watch <laughs> he, has, he has weird dream sequence that he gets shot. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. Just. And he spills Old Milwaukee on his couch. Yep. Yes, he does. Probably not the first time. And then he wakes up and is like, oh, where's my gun? Now, oh, is it, is it he, the only thing I think of is while it, the way he, he's spilling the Old Milwaukee, it just sounds like he's pissing himself. It on does. The couch. Yeah. That, that's there's, the sound effect they pulled. There's from a the lot library. of bad sound effects in this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and there's it, some they're flat out missing. <laughs> yeah, there are. Now, is this where uh, the people are hanging out on the stoop and there's another innocent bystander? Or is that, again, that's later in the movie? Okay. Yeah, that's later. So uh, does he begin the, I'm still going to get these guys, but I'm going to get them from here journey? Because he has this, there's like this weird homeless camp they go to, and they've got an informant that lives there. Well, he's he, he has to go back to work first and get his new partner. Oh, okay. That's right. He has to get officer accountant. Yeah. He, he's, yeah. he's given a nerdy partner. And He's thus just begins out of the academy. Yeah, and this just begins jokes of like, "Hey, you're an accountant. Go yeah. do math. Yeah, you dumb accountant. Ha <laughs> ha. I can't <laughs> count on you. <laughs> no, that's too clever. Oh, he never sorry. says anything right. like that. <laughs> you're not a good addition to this team. <laughs> he doesn't say oh. that either. <laughs> <laughs> we should have. Yeah, he should have. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't say any of that. But uh, yeah, th- he takes his new partner to like the homeless camp. Right. It's like, hey, guy with your ear to the ground, tell me all the things. Yeah, he's got this one older informant guy that he has to hand money to. Because when he gets back, the chief has told him, look, there's going to be cocaine coming in. We don't know where. We don't know when. We just know cocaine's coming. Get it. Mm -hmm. Don't do anything crazy. Just get it. He's like, all right, well, okay. (laughs) So he he goes to the homeless base Mm -hmm. and talks to Captain Homeless, who's just like, you know, give me $350. And, and the thing is, like, all the homeless guys wandering around there are, like, you know, dirty clothes and backwards baseball caps. And then this guy is just, like, he's got, like, suit pants and kind of a dress shirt and, like, a vest. He's making money off those guys. Yeah. But, like, he doesn't look like a homeless guy at all. But he hangs out with all the homeless guys, apparently. Well, he's Maybe he's him. the ringleader of, like, bum fights or something. Could be. I don't know. Well, Top Cop gives him $350 in 1990 money yeah. in Arkansas. Yeah. That dude's Jesus. fucking living large. That'll buy you like a house in Arkansas exactly. in 1990. Yeah. <laughs> Probably one with a pool. Yeah. Guess what? It's still and will. a doorman. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah, so, no, so yeah, he gets the information. That's right. He begins the like, I'm going to start killing your sources that are apparently going through Little Rock. Well, he doesn't kill them. He just shows well, up. Well, you and know, holds guns killing on them. as in like putting stop to. Oh, yeah. Like he just goes around and like they keep doing this. They do this montage where he and the partner just kind of keep coming up behind people that are at like coming to their cars usually. Yeah. And, and it's just well, like they don't establish who these people are at all. No. But he's just, 
it just it plays out like he's threatening everyone in town at gunpoint right. yeah. while his partner flashes a badge. And he's yeah. like, it's okay, he's a cop. <laughs> just innocent people getting like, off work going to their cars. Yeah, like you, you put your you put your bag in the trunk, you mm-hmm. slam it shut, and you turn around, and there's a gun at your head. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and it's Top Cop. <laughs> I don't know but nothing about it. I think cocaine. the implication is, despite the movie not actually telling us, is that he's these are all like mules and stuff that are yeah. working for Costello. Yes. And so he's basically fucking up their chain of, of, of supply here because mm-hmm. the, there's even like one point where there's like you know creepy old guys hanging, hanging outside of a school I guess selling drugs to like I'm talking like little kids little kids like, 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 like playground area eight and nine yeah. just like oh boy drugs yeah. <laughs> hooray I love cocaine <laughs> and then just turns around it's like ah oh, fuck top cops here <laughs> you know it spoils if you leave it out too long <laughs> mm-hmm. yes. um, but yes so like all that happens and you know cut to Costello he's like god damn it you know like they're killing, you know, killing my business here. Yeah, you, yeah. my dim-witted brother, why don't you go sort this? You know, you need something done right. You do it yourself. So yeah. Handle the trade. Handle the trade. So he sends his brother in, and of course, like, Top Cop uses Top Cop senses and catches him, essentially, and, and basically murders all of his people and then beats the fuck out of him and is like, give a message to your brother, which then he has he has his partner uncuff him and everything, but he never actually lets him go. But I guess he gets the message. The implication is that well, he doesn't let him go because they take him to jail. That's what I'm saying. But the message is they don't let him go. They beat the fuck out of him. But then like he's still put in jail. So I guess the message is still received by Costello. Like yeah, because like I'll say like very next scene is like the uh, one of his henchmen. I don't I don't think it's uh, Nick, the guy they gave a name to. But the guy walks in. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, they they got your brother. It's some other guy. But hang on, before you get to his his freak out because like the whole like warehouse like bust Mm -hmm. is where he introduces accountant partner to oh, right. the murderer yeah. <laughs> to give him his murder boner because mm. it's just basically like all right see all these guys in here we're just gonna shoot them <laughs> yeah you see him do anything you shoot him <laughs> mm-hmm. murders everyone in this place and at one point like someone gets in a car and starts driving away and fires a gun at that guy this car then launches out of the warehouse like on a fucking rocket train <laughs> yep and just lands on a pile of other cars and then all those cars explode yeah. Just oh, it barrels through a wall before yeah. it oh, does yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> out the side wall of the warehouse. I mean, I don't know if the implication was the guy got shot and then foot went all the way down on gas. No, because the guy <laughs> may have gotten shot, but he gets out of the car and gets a oh, ticket to right. Burning Man. Yes, because <laughs> he runs around for a while yeah. screaming. But and even wailing. better, Top Cop just kind of watches him. Like I could waste a bullet and put you out of your misery, but nah, nah you'll nah. be dead in five seconds. Yeah. Four, three, <laughs> two. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Boom, so yeah, shaka-laka. that's that's a big murder fest in there. So then, yeah, fire. Costello gets the news from other henchmen who's not Nick. Right. Nick's yes. just there. Okay. So he's at he's at poolside, like hanging out. Like he's done some laps. He's got a couple ladies, and like he's wearing a robe and everything. And they come in and give him the news, and he just I'm gonna go ahead and say he earns a fucking instant award. Actually, oh, he does man. it twice in this movie yeah. because yep. he just freaks the fuck out at the news of his brother getting <laughs> captured. Well, he immediately slaps the the the, the guy who brought him the news but twice. It's like, it's like a dainty, like, this means war kind of slap. It's like, psh, psh, and it's like, I, I, the, the guy actually kind of looks at him like, did you just fucking Yeah, the guy slap me? doesn't react. He's like, like, was that in the script? Yeah. Were you supposed to? I don't know what to do here. I'm just going to stand here. But yeah, that why guy. You, why did you just dainty slap me? Like, like, like you said, Mackie, like, he, he acts like he stubbed his toe. Mm-hmm. He just, Real bad. I mean, he's like, did that and has a killer migraine at the same time. Yeah, he is well, just. He does. <laughs> He does the Dracula and Dracula 3000 thing where he's just like, ah! <laughs> like he's just weeping openly. Yeah. Well, the one thing he cares about in the entire world is his piece of shit brother for some reason. Yeah. Like anything that happens to him, boy, that he just fucking loses it. 
Mm-hmm. But man, he goes. But man, he throws oh. the biggest hissy fit. Yeah. About his brother getting captured. Yeah. It, it should be at this point that someone else in the organization takes him out. It's like, this guy's a fucking idiot. We need someone yeah. who's not going to act like this. But mm-hmm. so, you know, Top Cop's got him on the hook now. Like, he's like, oh, oh yeah. Yeah, I, well, yeah. So, and Top Cop's also harassing the, the brother in, in prison. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's got yeah. all the, the black eye makeup and everything. And so, like, Costello has to come visit his brother in prison and, you know, make an appearance. And so, like, there's this weird, like, paparazzi train ready for this guy to show up oh yeah and like i mean just reporters like everywhere and but he gets there like in plain sight and there's microphones everywhere on him Mm -hmm. and 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 malone's like uh you know something like he makes some kind of joke like you know i how much is it worth to kill my partner or you know how much did it cost to kill my partner or something like that he's like it was cheap (laughs) ha 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 it's like they almost go at each other like there's mics everywhere. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Everyone and they've can all gotten super hushed, too. They're all yeah. like, what? Uh, yeah, and this is just after he's given a speech to killing that, a like, cop. Yeah, yeah like, like, just after he's given a speech to everyone about how, oh, his brother's innocent and the cops are harassing him and there's no evidence. And, yeah. you know, I'm just a businessman. I'm just a simple businessman. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just a simple businessman and these cops won't leave us alone and I just don't understand anything that's going on. And then, you know, immediately he turns the top cop and it's just like, and he's like, you son of a bitch. Yep. It calls for my partner. He's just and and when he says ah, it was cheap, he's got like this shit eating grin on his face, and yeah. he's just laughing at him. Yeah. But before that, he even tells him he's like, "Hey, check out my new girlfriend." Oh yeah. And it's the oh, girl yeah. that had slept with him earlier. Yeah. He's just like, "Son of a bitch, yep. Yeah. Uh, so but there's a lot happens. of anger. But yeah. But basically, but you know, he goes, why would he do that in front of? I don't know. It, 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 again, it's dumb. It's like, yeah, it's like the top undercover yeah. cop, you know, like that doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. But he goes in and basically has to like yell at his brothers. His brother's like, I want out of here now. And he's like, I can't do it. There's too much heat right now. He's like, but I want out of here now. You don't understand. Yeah. I like, don't want to be here. He's like, well, he I can't. It's, it's going to be like yeah. a few days because he's like, but no, I want out of here now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be don't, in prison. I don't like it here. Yeah. Prison sucks. I can't yeah. do the crime here. <laughs> The food is bad. Yeah. He's like, you They don't let me bitch. go wherever I want. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe stay in this one room. Yeah. It's dumb here. I don't like that one yeah. room. And only, I love that the only they thing put... to do is rub a cup against the bars. <laughs> it's lame. Yeah. I love that they basically have just put like grease paint on his face to indicate oh, yeah. how badly bruised he is from Top Cop beating the fuck <laughs> out of him. Um, but then like Top Cop goes home and his door is kind of ajar and he's like, oh, someone's oh, it's in a here. door. It's, it's open. Oh, sorry. His door is open. Yeah. Um, so he slinks through the house, and then I guess it's homeless captain in his bed. Yeah. Killed yeah, that, by the Avenger. Yeah, mm-hmm. later on that happens, but yeah. I thought that was there, there is a time where, he go, where he's got his bed set up to look like he's there, and somebody comes in to try and kill him. Oh, right. Saying, yeah, but I thought he comes home first to find the, the homeless captain guy. No, that's, that's later. Uh, is it later? He, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that is later, because he does yeah, have that it, moment. It's almost where, the same scene, though. Okay. Yeah. Because, because w- the first time they do it, it's the killer's point of view going right. through the house. Okay, yeah. And he the second through. time, it's basically Top Cop having the exact same path yeah. through the house. Right. But yeah, but first time, there's a guy who comes in to shoot him, and he... It's. I guess it's in, implicated that yeah, he fucking murdered that guy too. I, I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah, yeah. Because there's no anything. that guy was in his house with a gun. So but yeah, all, all we know is that the hits out on him. Yeah, and then later on he comes home after. Well, I think like I think this something. is the point I was talking. Well, I was talking about earlier. There's there's a point in the movie where I think the guy comes to kill him and, he, and he's got you know he, I, that's what's weird is like I got the impression he actually was in bed. Or that he was just hanging out there in the in the shadows all night. I no, I think yeah. he was in bed and then got up. But I'm saying, like, he has a he has a decoy like on standby, like well, under his bed or something. He has like 
27 pillows to simulate yeah. his meaty girth. I know. I just say, like, does he have a real doll of himself? He I, just, like, pulls out from under the bed. I and, think like, he does. I hope intruders come in. He would have to, because two pillows ain't going to yeah. do it. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, ah, anyway. That ain't you. Anyway, anyway, yeah. Yeah. So, but, so he, that part happens. But then the next morning, he's like, there's a whole bunch of people on. Is this where all the people are hanging out? In no, that's, that's still no, even still after. later. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He, that, this is when he goes and breaks up the drug deal in the junkyard. All right. Yeah. And gets captured. Yeah. For about five seconds. Yes. Because he's like, and, and I want to note when he's doing, when he's breaking up this drug deal, the way he's going to break it up is he's going to f- fucking start shooting people unannounced. Yeah. Like he's he just is, hiding he off cop. in the distance. Yeah, he's he just is, like, he is off to the side, but he is taking aim. Yeah. He's oh, yeah. getting a bead on he's somebody. He's about to murder one he of them. He is about to murder somebody when yeah. suddenly the gun comes into frame. And yeah. It's like, hey, don't move. Look what I got here. Yeah. Got and that's when gun. he has to face off against Brian Bosworth's stunt double. Yes. Where they, like, he's talking smack and, and, uh, basically the one guy is going to shoot him. And then Brian Bosworth's just like, no, nah, man, I want to shoot him. He's mine. Yeah. And that's when he uses the time to grab his arm, shoot the other guy, mm-hmm. and then get in a long protracted fist fight with, with the boss. Yes. Oh, yeah. On a bridge. On a bridge. A train bridge. Yes. Where we were hoping that, like, eventually the train would start coming and add some tension, but then we realized you need a budget to do that. Yeah, and that's not happening. They couldn't. They couldn't time it for that, when the train was like, coming. The ivy was grown over the tracks. So yeah, yeah. Tell they weren't like but inactive. There was one shot where Top Cop hit the ground, where his neck just lands on the train track, and he's uh, just like, oh, on the, on the rail, on yeah. the rail. Yeah. yeah. No, isn't it his head? Doesn't he crack yeah, his, his head? head. On it's his okay. head. Yeah. And, but they don't. The side of his head on the track, and even it makes like, a thong noise. Yeah. Yeah. But they, they didn't really use like a good like a bat hitting something. No, it solid sounds like his actual head hit the actual yeah. track. That's the thing, and it's it's kind of like there was and a he, fight scene before uh, it that fucked it up, but this one does too, where like when Top Cop is getting away from one of these guys, he kicks one guy in the balls and it makes no sound whatsoever. Yes. It's just like not what? even a boing. Yeah, just like what just happened? Honk. <laughs> Who fell asleep? Yes, honk. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, so but Bosworth cut. beats up Top Cop like forever. Yeah, it's a wrestling thing where it's yeah. like, yeah, he just can't. He's stumbling around. He yeah. can't do anything. And, and then, then he's just like, I'm better. Yeah. And then they get to the point. And he's like, thanks for the dance. <laughs> and then he like punches him six or seven times with his elbow. Yeah. And then kicks him off the bridge. I think it was supposed to be like a roundhouse kick, but the f- framing was so you never see foot. Anyway, yeah. he probably couldn't get his yeah. leg up that high. But they they had they dropped some poor guy off this bridge because they sure like they show it all the way down to the water, yeah, uh, splashing, and then he just stands there and watches <laughs> the water. Like you coming up, you coming up, you coming up. That I don't, is th- like, I don't think you're coming up. Yeah, yeah. like like that's one of those right, where that in my I wonder how long, I wonder how long he debated. Yeah, why, like like where he's standing there, he's like. It's been about a minute, maybe. Yeah, he's probably he's, dead. I kicked him pretty hard. Your diary How long today, ago did I the- murdered a guy on a train bridge <laughs> by <laughs> drowning him. How long ago did the bubbles Bam. stop? Yeah, there's no more bubbles. <laughs> yeah. Of course, we see the guy swimming off the shore, like getting out of the water. <laughs> What's funny, he waits so long, and then he's like, all right, he's dead. And then the next shot is the guy getting out of the water, like... Uh-huh, I'm not dead. Well, but, they they set this whole thing up like because like he's like hanging out like oh god I just got beat up by Top Cop on the side of the, and, but then they keep cutting back to Top Cop like walking across the train bridge and I'm like doing his slow shame they're gonna walk. do yeah. like he's gonna be like oh you're still alive blam yeah and, no. like it's just a good minute of we are both exhausted we have yeah but but like faced the hoping, best of each other Top Cop way. would dive off of yeah. the railroad yeah. bridge <laughs> and be like no yeah. I'm fucking killing you you son of a bitch that's what I'm saying nobody it, lives on my watch it ends that like you know they, they they're unaware that or he's unaware that he's alive still yeah. so right yeah I thought I, it was going to like have some but, dramatic yeah. ending because this movie's editing is 
bad at times. Mm-hmm. Like it, it all right. Things <laughs> things linger on a shot for way too long. Like there's a shot earlier in the movie where they're driving in a car and like they stop at an actual red light oh, and God. have to sit through an actual red light, but didn't have any script dialogue for the dialogue, while. Yeah, it, it just out. stops. Like they're at the red light. Like uh, yeah, sometimes that happens when that you sit in a local sports team. Yeah, you just run out of things to talk like about. So, uh, oh, it's green. Okay, now yeah. next line. Yeah, that's that is pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, it, so that but then that's when he goes home and sees the head bomb in his bed, <laughs> head bomb with a bullet, <laughs> top cop and head bomb. Yeah, <laughs> with a bullet in his head. Yeah, and the words isn't, "Avenger" written isn't this in just his maniac blood. cop all together? Like that's one movie. It is. Yeah, it's yeah all those things into one movie. Yeah, but yeah, but so he's like, oh man, the Avengers after me. Yeah, he's written his yeah. name in blood on my wall, mm-hmm. and that's when Lady shows up at his door. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> And she's like, I came to tell you that Costello wants to kill you. And he's yeah. like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I fucking know. <laughs> what gave it away? Could it be the times he's attempted to murder me thus far? And he's like, he sent you here, didn't he? And she's like, no, I just wanted to come tell you that. And he's like, you're a whore. Get out of here. Kiss me first. No, get out of here. Mm-hmm. It, I don't know. Yeah. Awkward and weird. Yeah. And then, uh, then the next scene is Costello basically like going, why'd you go over there? Yeah. Yelling at her. Yeah. And she's like, well, they, they, I don't know. I'd and he's say, like, what did he say? And he's yeah. like, he's did he kill, talk he, about me? Yeah, <laughs> <and he's>, yeah. <laughs> did, did he say, did he say he likes me? Did he say what, my what name? He, yeah. What did he say about me? What did he say about me? Yeah. <laughs> she's like, he just, he said he's going to kill you. And he's like, ha Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I could kill him anytime I want. He's like, well, yeah. you've had like two weeks. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you may be overstating that a little bit, Costello. Because yeah. <laughs> you've tried multiple times and none of them have worked out particularly well. Yeah. No. But that's when he's like, well, he's got a surprise coming for him. Mm. And that's when he comes out and all the bums are like, oh, man, did, did they kill our head bum? And he's like, yeah. yeah. And so one, one prostitute or whatever is like, can I get a ride downtown at least? And he's like, all right, sure. Yeah, sure. Getting my Ford Fiesta or wherever, right. kind of my Colt, whatever <laughs> it's kind bad of car. idea. It's, it's a terrible shit. car. But yeah, like the cheapest car they could find for a reason. For a reason. Yeah, because she I gets it's in a Ford Escort. Is it is okay? It, I think it was. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, it was like the first model of Ford Escort yeah, ever. It, it's a shitty car. Yep. Yeah, because they blow that car the fuck up. Yes, they do. And good. It deserves to be blown the fuck yeah. up. It's ugly. But the thing is, is like this blows up with, you know, the poor unfortunate lady on the from the poor from the stoop. Soul. Yes. Um stoop and, and like he's basically trying to reach into the flames and fish her out. It's like, no, no guy. He, yeah. She's gone. Yeah. Like that I think they just wanted more footage of that car burning. Yeah. There's like, why don't you get up there? Get up there. Just but really, he's like he's yeah. like at one point he's like standing in the fire that's on the road. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. dude. Yeah, you're standing in fire. He's I don't know if you're aware. He's, he's, he's going a stunt for man. it. He doesn't sure. care. Yeah, he, well, you didn't get all right. Yeah, I'm pretty method. sure it's an escort. But this is the last straw. I mean, she's mm-hmm. an escort too. Like this is just like <laughs> fuck this. He's not gonna take any mm-hmm. more of this and goes back inside, opens up his closet, and just pulls out a giant bag of guns. Yeah, yep, so, a second, duffel bag of gun. it. We've had better bags of guns. Sure, sure. it's like, not jam packed with guns yeah, or but anything. But it's better than trunk of shotgun. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes. He it takes is. well. <laughs> it is literally bag of guns. Yeah. <laughs> so he takes like he takes one. What did he put in his right pocket? Well, he, get, like, he gets he gets like a knife. He gets a Rambo knife. Oh, that's right. He, yeah. So he's wearing cargo pants. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. as as you do, as you do. As you do. 
Um, well, they give you room if you're a big, beefy man like Top right, Cop. or me. <laughs> um, so he puts a, a big Rambo knife in his right pocket. Mm-hmm. He puts a revolver in his left cargo pocket. Big, puffy pocket. Yeah. <laughs> and then he throws another revolver in his in the hood of this weird shirt thing it he's wearing. Pretty. This weird just Cobra Kai it. vest he's wearing. <laughs> he just chucks it in the hood like it's no thing. Yeah. It's like, that'll stay there. No big and then, deal. And then grabs Dude, a shotgun. It's all good in the hood. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and then it's on. Yeah, and that and that's when he goes. Like, apparently, the brother is getting bailed out. He's ba- no, he bails him out. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Top Cop bails him he's out and then yeah. calls. But like, he's standing outside the door, and like when he comes out, he's just like, "Yep, come on, yeah, come on," because yeah. he calls Costello. Me, he's like, "Guess who just got bailed out?" And yeah. guess who I'm gonna you fucking have, murder? You have 15 <laughs> minutes to get to this place. Come alone or yeah. don't. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Well, he just <laughs> says no cops. Yeah, I don't care if you bring all your guys. Yeah, no cops. Yeah. Costello, by the way, is chilling in his entertainment room filled like every seat is filled in this room. I don't know what these people are doing. And he's just sipping wine and everything's just fancy as fuck. And he's just like, you know, still in his hotel room, mind you. This is the hotel room. It's not. No, this is his house. This is his hot springs house. I don't think the hotel so. room is in Washington. It looks like the same house. hotel room. All right. Yeah, whatever. it was. But okay. it's supposed to be his. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> exactly. Sorry. Yeah. All right. Yeah, different so, set yeah. dressing. But oh, yeah. yeah, so he's and, and he's just pit. He's like, God damn it! Yeah. Oh, he's mad. He's like, he's like, I thought I told you guys to kill him. He's like, Nick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so, basically what he shouts yeah. the, after he gets off the phone. He's just Nick. It's like, all right. Yeah. Yep. So that memorable to a, name for that memorable yes, guy, Nick. So they go. I to thought a, of it while I was shaving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nick. Um. So they go to another junkyard. Mm-hmm. Yep. And big same, junkyard just, budget. Same junkyard. Just eh, different angle. Yeah. I, well, there's this like the same. Like this is like the fully car section of the junkyard. Yeah, but the I other mean, like, junkyard. This was, is like a really shitty, muddy junkyard. And like, there's this, the first time, the first junkyard they go as to, as opposed like, to a nice junkyard. Well, like I a, mean, a like clean and well there kept are junkyard. Deep, it's a classy junkyard. There are deep ruts of nasty mud in this junkyard. And like That's every fucking junkyard, but they had a good budget. But they make mud. them like walk like right through it. They're like, all right, we put yeah. the camera here. Yeah, walk right through that mud. And like it. Captures it all in the in the audio base. Oh yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's fucked up. They might mm-hmm. mud. Yeah. Anyway, same. I th- might be a different junkyard. Anyway, it's a junkyard. yeah. Costello gets there. Yeah, with all of his dudes. Mm-hmm. He's got extra dudes, extra henchmen. Yeah. <laughs> and he, Top Cop just pops out with a brother. He's like, "Hey, Costello!" Ha ha ha! Just kind of runs off the other direction with mm-hmm. the. He's like, "It's like go get him, Earl Jimmy, go." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nick is just directing traffic at this point. Oh, yeah. He's just silently nodding. And guys like, all right, go kill him. Yeah. And so, like, one guy will run off and walk around a corner. The first guy dies by, like, invisible rope. Yep. Yeah, we're like, not sure what. Like, there's, like, a whip crack sound yes. with his rumpy, too. And then, and then he goes flying feet first out off camera. Yeah. That guy dies. And then, like, one of the other guys finds him and has his one moment of glory. Like, they killed... Timmy or whatever the guy's name is. Yeah. Ted. T- they yeah. killed Ted they from killed- accounting. <laughs> We're like, okay, guy. The guy's real broken up about it. Mm-hmm. But one by one, like all these henchmen are just getting murdered. Yeah. He's just he's just basically turn around, shoot one. Yeah. You know, all that stuff. And and eventually Nick is like, all right, you want something done, you got to do it yourself. Yeah. And, and so he and, he and Top Cop both get shots off at each other, but... Mm-hmm. Don't hit each other. No. Top, so, top, chop off. Yeah. So he hops in like a forklift or something and just knocks cars onto Top Cop. Yeah. Just totally just, just piles cars on top of him. And yeah. we're like, 
Oh, I wonder how he got out of that. No, and no, he's pr- stuck under a car. Yeah, and Nick's like, finally got him, boss. <laughs> this is good. Like, check this out. Yeah, and, and he's Look like, what I'm gonna do. And he's like, just kill him and find my brother. All yeah. right. <laughs> and that's when he turns back, and you don't see Top Cop, but you see a grenade suddenly roll at Nick's feet. Yes. And Nick goes, oh. <laughs> And then gets blown the fuck up. Nick fucking explodes. <laughs> a little tiny personal mushroom cloud. Just <laughs> Costello's like, oh man, <laughs> that was Nick. He was awesome. Yeah. All right, He's let's like, All right, I'll do this. Plan. Yeah. So and he goes into the limo. Yeah, gets the girl out and grabs the girl who yeah. is now, you know, is now gagged and yeah. it's like he's gonna care about you all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Come with me. Yeah, and he's like, I got your girl, Top Cop. <laughs> and Top Cop has gone into a trunk and pulled out another gun, but while doing so has left the bloodiest of handprint on mm-hmm. this hood. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think on purpose. Like, oh, yeah, sure, oh, yeah. absolutely. He yeah. does this several times. but Well, because he slams it to get, yes. to get Costello's attention. Right. And Costello comes over, sees the handprint, and he's like, ha-ha. And, and then just unloads his gun into the trunk. Yeah, unloads his six shots yeah. into the trunk. He's like, all right, time to look at your bullet-ridden body. Ha ha. Opens it up. It's his brother. Ha ha. And yeah. he's just grinning like a maniac, like, huh? Oh. <laughs> and then and he has another freak-out panic attack. Yes. Well, you say he fired all six shots in the trunk because he must have had another gun because... No, his, he, he reloaded he it as he was walking oh, over. until he opens up the... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, because like, he opens up the trunk, has that reaction, and then all of a sudden it's just like... Lady stand like lady near him, like you know, she's tied up like I think hands behind her. Yes, back. hands behind her. Yeah. And like she has to go diving out of the way because she's just like Oh with yeah. the gun and just starts going blam, 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 blam in all directions. Yeah. Like almost takes her out. Like Yeah, but then specifically walks over to her right. and is like, Fuck this, I'm so tired of you. Yeah. But he's wasted all his bullets. Right. Right. So click, yeah. Yeah. But then, then, like, Top Cop is not taking advantage of any of this because yeah. he's actually been shot like three times so far. Like, during this final scene, he's shot a bunch of times. Well, and he had a stack of cars dropped on him. Yeah, he's hurt. So, like, he has not taken advantage of this lull at all, because Mm -hmm. this just allows Costello to regroup. He's like, come with me, I got an idea. Which is basically reload gun and start this plan all over again, which is, (laughs) I got your girl here. (laughs) Come on out. And he's like, okay, Mm -hmm. here I am. Yep. And Costello shoots him. (laughs) Yeah, he tells him, put down your gun or I shoot her. So, he does that, and he's like, ah, that was a bad move. Yep. Blam. Yeah, and he's going to shoot him, but she jams him in, the, like, she jams her shoulder up into his arm, so he still hits Top Cop. <laughs> yes, it's, yes. It doesn't kill him. Hits him in his previous bullet wound. Yeah, I guess. And Wherever these wounds are, because they never actually show any of them, but mm-hmm. he's been winged several times. Yeah. Um, and then, so, it, there's quite a long shot of Costello kind of creeping around between mm-hmm. everything, and then he sees a boot, and he comes up. He's following more blood trails. Yeah. And just like, all right. Yeah. He jumps around the corner. Ha ha. And (laughs) top cop just kind of walks up from behind. He's like, looking for me. Yeah. And he's got a remote control in his hand, which is a straight up RC car remote control. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Like like the shitty Radio Shack. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because we remember like good ones to not have like the telescoping antenna thing stuck up. That was the shitty Radio Shack kind. But Costello has a loaded gun pointed at him. Uh huh. And he's just got this remote control, you know, mm-hmm. car remote. Now, and, again, because this movie doesn't bother to set up anything, it's like that that explosion will take us yeah. take us all out. It's yeah, like the charges will take us both out. Right. It's like, but like even before he says that, he's like he he's like, 
you, you know, Top Cop, I've always thought you're just amazing at what you do and you're totally awesome. I've always awesome. liked your style. Yeah. I've, I always yeah. thought you were the Top Cop. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's, He's like, like, but if you set that off, it's going to kill both of us, you know. Top Cop's like, I don't care what I Well, and he actually takes the time to telescope. He's like, I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> and he goes, yep. yep. Was, uh, was Costello out of, out of bullets? Uh, no. 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 He had reloaded. He, no. he had the drop on him and just chose to instead Are flatter him. Are you sure him. he actually reloaded or? Yes. Yes, because he did shoot him at least one time. Oh, mm-hmm. that's right. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, so explosion happens, and... Yes, don't understate this explosion. No, big, big multiple stage gasoline explosion. <laughs> the whole explosion. junkyard fucking goes <laughs> Lots up, Lots of things explode, yes. Yeah. Big, well, you're like, oh, you're rolling your eyes. Like, no, this is a massive Yeah, like, hang on, explosion. they spent some money here. <laughs> they blew up a junkyard. <laughs> yeah. I know. I'd just, like to do that. Don't denigrate this explosion. I, I Explosions are people, too. Like, I'm just saying, like, this is a... <laughs> fucking massive. This is one of those, like, all gasoline explosions. I like... Yeah, I, but it looks fucking great. I like ones that have a little bit of mix, where it's not just like, all right, big fireball, nothing's... Like, it's one of those where nothing moves. It's well, just big no. fireballs happen. Stuff well, because moves. the cameras are so close to everything. That there's, right. That's they had to I mean. bolt everything down, but there are, like, ten stages of this explosion. Okay, all right. It's a good explosion. It's a, it's a pretty good explosion. I just... I like ones where, you know... It, the explosion propels yeah. things away from it. Mm. The weird thing is, is that Costello, when, there's a shot of him at one point just kind of watching things explode. And you're like, wait, did this miss both of them? Because that seems weird. But apparently at some point it does basically kill Costello. Yeah. Yeah. He's just kind of like, he's dead in this explosion. Yeah. Which we don't see. Which we don't see, We don't really. see him die. No. But like, the lady's still kind of like, oh, I'm I'm still tied up. I better, I'm trying to stand up and... And Top Cop just kind of comes out of nowhere and picks her up and, like, you know, starts untying her. Yeah. And it's like, okay, apparently you magically survived the explosion and he didn't because we're done with him, essentially. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she gets all untied and everything. And I think, doesn't he get a gun pulled on him again he from gets behind? Shot well, she again. says, oh, she says if you knew, you wouldn't have saved me. Right. right. Like, you you should have just let him kill me if you knew yeah. you wouldn't have saved me. And, and like, then what? he gets shot from off screen. Yeah. And you're like, what the what? fuck? <laughs> and we're, we're like, oh, so Costello's still alive. Right. You didn't actually kill him. But no, it's. The, the other the, lady. The Avenger has shown up. The other lady from the dance club, like her friend, the one who went with the partner, mm-hmm. has shown up, and she's like, yeah, we, both of us, we're the Avenger. We're the Avenger. Um, we and, take turns, but she liked you, so she couldn't kill you. Right. She was supposed we were to supposed, kill Yeah, you. we were supposed to kill both of you, but she couldn't do it, because yeah. she liked you, And but I'm going to kill you now. And then, you know, she's about to shoot him, he's on the ground, and it's the whole, like, you know, blam, but it's not him getting shot, it's her getting shot by whatever original top cop there's lady. at least three of those where someone is going to shoot top right. cop and then he acts like he's got a bullet in him but mm-hmm. then it's someone else who got shot but yeah. yeah so his his date for the evening has shot the other lady yes and then she's like i here's take this gun i'm i'm not going to kill it i no more killing for me i'm leaving mm-hmm. I'm walking away shoot me if you want i don't care and then he's just like well, okay, <laughs> and yeah, start, well, raises the gun up. Well, the way the scene's framed, she's walking towards the camera, mm-hmm. like on the left-hand side of the frame, and he's in the background on the right. Yeah. And you see him slowly low, slowly raise the gun up. Yep. As she basically walks into the frame, mm-hmm. screen goes black, and then they show, and then they, you hear the gunshot sound. But yeah. you see his arm go down. Yeah, you do. Like you distinctly he, can see his there's arm There's a moment of down. just like, oh, I'm not going to do it. But then the screen cuts to black, and then there's a gunshot. Mm-hmm. You're like, uh, all right. He shot himself. And then credits. Yes, and then credits. Yep. He was finally <laughs> at peace and done killing. <laughs> uh, except that he no. didn't because he killed her. No, he killed himself. 
Is that what it was? Oh, yeah, that's, I'm going with that. Oh, or yeah, it's him. it's totally up to the audience to decide. He shot like, himself in the foot for the one remaining hit mm. point, so he would die. <laughs> Blam! Uh. The only part of his body that didn't already have a bullet wound right. in it. <laughs> he had to be properly ventilated. Yes. <laughs> Stop team killing. <sighs> yes, that's Top Cop. Top, that's top. top Cop. <laughs> yep. Uh, no Stargrove, but a, a jamming soundtrack. A terribly a original soundtrack. A terribly fantastic MIDI soundtrack. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's a pretty good MIDI soundtrack. Um, I mean, yeah, it's mi- pretty bad. Yeah, but good. it's yeah, it's, it's bad, it's but it's good. it's entertaining. Yeah, it's one kinda. of the best things about this movie: mm-hmm. the repeating themes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we had a good time. It was. It. it feels like it was scored as opposed to just like it wasn't some just sh- library music, right? Some yeah. shitty library music, right? Tacked on. It didn't always match the scene, but no, no there was some sexy they, sax they a couple tried. times, and you know, some playful '90s sitcom music in places where someone is being bow, super bow, sinister. Bow, <laughs> yeah. So, um, and an instant award, maybe yes. uh, uh, yeah. for the almost for a two-timer for Costello that freak out. But oh, I think yeah. we'd only award him one for the movie, but he would get one. Sure. He gets an ensign. Yeah. He get yeah. one sure. with like a with a, a maple leaf. Yeah, or one or asterisk. Yeah, it's a good freak out. That's pretty good. It's right. weird that his one about Costa, his brother going to jail was a bigger freak out than the, him shooting his own brother. Yeah. <laughs> but he used so much energy on that. But first he did one. flail around and shoot. Oh, yeah. Like fire that gun while <laughs> it was pretty good. Yeah. All right. Somebody else go. I've, I've gone. I feel like I've gone f- first the last couple of times and I've been like negative. So I'm going to see what everyone else says. Don't I'll change your rate. I'm going to feel the room. All right. I know where I'm at. I just want to see how off I am. Okay. You ready for this hot take? I'm super ready for a hot take. Always. Um, I'm going to go uh, three of the jocks for this movie. Okay. Um, there's something I... This whole movie, I just was really enjoying... Like The guys... Nobody was a very good actor, but I liked that... I like that it felt almost a little bit more realistic because nobody was acting very well, mm-hmm. and the dialogue felt a little bit like... It felt a little bit more like just guys talking... You know, um, it's got that local yeah. flavor. Like not not <laughs> yeah. clever guys talking. Right, not clever guys. It's just like I'm a fucking badass cop, <laughs> and I'm gonna hit you in the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep calling you an accountant because you wear glasses. Yep. Right, nerd. And, and there's something about the the accents, like for for Top Cop, that like you don't see that you don't. If you see that in a movie, it's an affectation for the for the most part. Mm-hmm. In any movie that you see currently at least um so it felt like charming in a way right and the fact that like top cop just has no regard for human life for the most part is uh is really endearing and <laughs> it is in, in, a, Bamfcast, enough. in a Bamfcast way yeah, it's, it's endearing yeah. um and I, I don't know i just in, enjoyed like there was sort of a i guess i just felt there was a, a glee to this it was just like here we go we're just things are just gonna happen mm-hmm. go and villain with a funny mustache <laughs> and a manservant yes. mm-hmm. it takes it with him to hotels <laughs> right <laughs> to open the door for him right. you know that that kind of stuff you you, yeah. you just can't can't buy that these days no. um but i really enjoyed it three I think you probably can <laughs> well <laughs> i mean you could buy a man probably but you can't cost that much yeah. you can't buy that in in your entertainment these days no that's what i'm saying i think yeah. you could make this movie for not very much yeah oh yeah i yeah. obviously yeah. you could like oh, totally. you could make this movie but also these people had at least an idea of how to make a movie sure which is sure good. yeah they had a clue yeah um 
I'm going to echo your three jocks. I think that's pretty accurate. I th- this is one of those movies that, like, on paper, you're like, I know what this is going to be. But then he shoots that guy in the Heathcliff t-shirt at the airport in the head <laughs> after 45 <laughs> seconds of negotiation. And we're like, whoa. I mean, like we said earlier, justified, but holy shit, guy. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's one of those movies where three or four times throughout the movie, you're surprised at something, not necessarily over the top, but how like completely unformulaic it is. So I, I it had surprises in it, and that was interesting mm-hmm. for me. I mean, it, it's of such a weird time of ha- there have been mo- 100 movies like that by 1990, but yet this still kind of felt like they weren't just trying to rip everything off. They were just mm-hmm. doing their like, here's what life is like in the hot city of hot springs. And here's what we have to deal with. And I don't know, like you were, like you were saying, BJ, it just feels legitimate. You yeah. know, it feels that, that local flavor is really good. Um, it's kind of like those David A. Pryor movies that were filmed like in Mobile, Alabama, and you could tell they just <laughs> yeah. went to like hardware stores and like, can we film here for a day? Like, yeah, sure. Oh, sure. So, like DC didn't look like like the location stuff was was bad. Oh yeah, sure, mm-hmm. but it's got a, it's got such a charm to it. I mean, it's like they kind of have an idea of what they're doing, and you know they don't fuck it up too bad. the The only thing that really bothered me about it was the two or three fight scenes where you're just like, "What just happened?" Like there, yeah. there's a moment in the bar at, at that bar scene at the beginning where like a dude walks by Top Cop and then just oh, yeah. like. Falls down or uppercuts him or something. Well, I don't know, but it seems like like if it's been a different movie, like he did the like, oops, I, I stumbled into you kind of thing. Like yeah. this could start at Donnybrook, right? But he's a cop, so even though he's a loose cannon, <laughs> that's probably not going to happen. But yeah. then then he's just kind of stay like, hey, sorry, man, I didn't mean to like hit you. Whoop. Yeah, and it's just mm-hmm. like, yeah, what just happened? The yeah. guy, the guy in the bar, yeah, took a swing at him and just fell out on his own. Yeah, yeah, and because because uh, top cop. Top Cop leaned sure. back. He just did a. Whoop. But they cut away from it so fast. It was like, what was that? What it was showing happened? that Top Cop isn't like you know. He's still functional. He's, he's not a bad guy. <laughs> I know. He just lives in a bad world. There were just there were just like three scenes like that where it's like this fight is it. They cut away from things so fast. It's like what just happened. So there was a little bit of awkwardness in that. But I mean, I like squibs. I like I like muggers in the bathroom getting their heads mm-hmm. blown off. So yeah, three jocks. Hmm. Yeah, I have to agree. Like, like I three, I think three is about where it is. I, I was wavering between a two and a three, but it, just because the, it's the dialogue is not clever. There is nothing in this that's like, oh, that's a good line. Kind of like BJ said, where it feels almost realistic in a way, mm-hmm. where it's like people aren't clever. Yeah, the guy keeps making the same joke because he can't think of anything <laughs> else insulting to say about the other guy. You know, right. there's a lot of that, and it's what. Well, Chuck will talk about in the second half, but I tried to watch uh, the movie that we didn't that we ended last week, mm-hmm. and I couldn't because it was so poorly <laughs> edited that you had like you literally had to pay so much attention to it just to know where the hell you were or what was happening or anything. Like you needed a hundred percent attention to watch it. I, w- I will say that didn't help. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you'll still be lost. Yeah, but this one, like it, it feel it felt like a movie where like that movie felt like the actors didn't know what they were doing and the people making the movie didn't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. This one, it just feels like the actors didn't know what they're doing. Yeah. The people making it actually knew how to frame a shot and do all that sort of stuff for the most part. Mm-hmm. There's a few things, like we said, like where the, some of the fight scenes, it's like, what were you doing? Yeah. Like you, you didn't know how to do that. But for the most part, it felt like these people knew how to make a movie. Mm-hmm. They just didn't have any actors to do it. And that's almost more fun. Like, like it gives it that student movie feel 
where it's like you know you've got you've got the people like the the behind the scenes AV club people who are like yeah we can do this and yeah. then, you know <laughs> like we can build a dolly on a skateboard and do all that sort of stuff exactly but they but they're like well who's going to act in it I'm like eh, there's a girl in my math class yeah. who kind of <laughs> talks about wanting to be an actress you know there's that sort of thing so yeah I there th- that's more the fun of this to me and also just random headshots and just not being afraid of squibs and things blowing up for no particular reason. Mm-hmm. I just, I really wish they had done something with how he kills the bad guy at the end of it. Cause Costello like just basically dies off screen. Yeah. It, it's and you're weak. not even sure if he's killed. Yep. So that, that that's the only thing that's really detracting a lot from this movie. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of right there with you. I was sitting between a two and a three. I'm inclined to go two, not because I've been negative lately, but like, I, this movie, like I, I will, the things I will give it a, a props for is it, it, it'd be a good companion piece with Samurai Cop, but Samurai Cop is so much more endearing in so many more ways. Like it's, they're both kind of an, an equally like an equally kind of inept, but it's like the it's ineptness through like budget more than like ineptness through yeah. like like Samurai Cop doesn't feel like it was made by humans, right? Well, right, yeah, where they like it. Yeah, I mean this kinda. Th- this kind of does too occasionally because of its bad editing and convoluted plot things and mm-hmm. and stupid M Night Shyamalan twists. But <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, like Samurai Cop is like it's endearing and and not in like that Birdemic way. It's like it's it's like this is kind of competently made, but you just kind of went with whatever location you were at and just fucking go with it. And it's this because we said it is. Yeah, and this feels similar. Like that, like how we're confused by what room he was in, whether it was a hotel or his house, or <laughs> right. it, it obviously was just a hotel room, you know, in actuality. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess like, I'm, I'm going to be true to my own rating. I'm going to give it a two. Like, I mean, it's fun, but like, there's little things that are kind of annoying to me about it, just in in editing and la- and missing sound effects, and I don't know, just kind of there wasn't enough like. I get it. Like that that moment in the in the in the bathroom is surprising as hell and like totally memorable because you're like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> that's went, not what a cop should do. Yeah, that's not what a cop should do. Or you just went straight for headshot. Wow. Like, I mean, but it's an interesting tactic. There, let's see how those, it plays out. For those you. moments are kind of few and far between. Like, yeah. there's a lot of poorly edited scenes that go on way too long and the strange thing is like this movie's just over an hour and a half like those are the kind of things you would do to get barely to an hour and a half mm-hmm. like not push you over like cut some of these scenes like there was there were scenes of like people walking to the words the camera was like you're actually waiting for them to bump into the camera yeah because like why haven't you cut yet yeah there's a, so yeah. i i don't know i don't dislike it and i mean like i said i think it's a it's a great movie that that would pair well with with samurai cop in, in that same kind of vein of like how is this a thing mm-hmm. but I, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't. I don't think I loved it quite enough to be three. But it's, it, I, I'm teetering around between the two. But I'm going to stick with two. Okay, that's where my gut went originally. Cool. Stick with your gut. Yeah. Anyway, my gut tells me now that we should probably get to a break, right? Yes. Cool. Let us do that. All right, welcome back. Hey, hey. Bamfcast. Second half. 
Half number two. It is the second half time. Half number two of three. So you guys got anything to talk about? Uh, Nope. Nah. Nope. All right. Emails. (laughs) Good second half. (laughs) Correspondent half. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hear from the fan. Fan. First up, it's from Birdie. Hey. And the title of his email is Animation 2.0. No. Birdie loves animation. Sorry, Birdie. But yeah. He says, hey, guys. Ever since I saw that the Snowpiercer and John Wick were movies that are that kind of fell under your radar, that I feel extra inspired to make sure when I see a movie in a theater that I should recommend the films that are of Banffcast quality. Chuck, you look skeptical. I think he means because we didn't see him in the theater. Oh, okay. We, we weren't like hype for him. Well, I'm still waiting for the animation tie-in. Okay. So. It says, so recently I've seen portions of a movie called Un Galo con Muchos Huevos, which translates to The Rooster with Many Eggs, and has a double entendre because Huevos is common Spanglish for balls, as well as for eggs. It's a Mexican animated feature that's rated PG-13, mostly for sexual innuendo. It's the story about a young runt of a rooster who has to save a farm by fighting a giant rooster, essentially a cockfight. He gets the help of the other chickens, eggs, a piece of bacon, and a strange egg of a duck who makes the movie a three jocks amount of enjoyable silliness. I don't know the history of this film, but it's a Mexican feature that's having limited U.S. release, and it's subtitled, and the dialogue is simple enough where you don't get lost in what happened. The movie makes references to a lot of great films, Rocky, The Godfather, Star Wars, The Karate Kid, and it's something that I think you might enjoy despite how strange and foreign the movie is. I'd post a link to the trailer, but I haven't seen one with sub- with subtitles, so it looks like it doesn't make sense without some sort of English dialogue. If you have the means, check it out. Crash and burn, birdie like the Heron Steve, squaw, sent from my two soup cans tied to a string with long-distance service. Nice. It references all the great movies, you know, like Citizen Kane, The Godfather, and Rockadoodle. <laughs> Rockadoodle. There's a lot of Rockadoodle. <laughs> yeah. Rock-a-doodle. I don't know. We watched an animated rooster movie. I don't we think did. I don't want to watch another one. We didn't. Oh, come on, Chuck. <laughs> this is a new one, right? It's a Spanish. Yeah, brand new. <laughs> it's, it's a Spanish. <laughs> it's a Spanish. Es un Spanish. Hey. Huevos Rancheros. <laughs> Esta un Spanish. This is un galo con muchos Gallo. huevos. Gallo. Right. Un gallo yeah. con muchos huevos. Right. The right. devil's eggs. The rooster with many <laughs> eggs. Yeah. Yeah. Rooster cone cojones. Cock eggs. Right. Totally right. You're, right. you're right, Chuck. Nailed it. <laughs> so, next one's from Brandon. It's titled Anti Ghosts of Mars Coalition. All right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm glad this is a thing. <laughs> Dear gentle yet passionate BMFers, Brandon again. And while I forgot to take a picture of when we put Ghosts of Mars on a stake at the last council meeting, we believe when you come out of the 1990s, you should review Double Team. Here's just a brief description of what goes on in this beast, which might have the best explosion scene ever. Plus, it's Dennis Rodman's acting debut combined with Rourke in between Nine and a Half Weeks and Sin City and Van Damme being Van Damme. Mm-hmm. Double Team, a 1997 action American, American action comedy <laughs> film starring Jean-Claude Van Damme, Dennis Rodman, and Mickey Rourke. Van Damme plays counter-terrorist agent Jack Quinn, who's brought out of retirement to bring an elusive terrorist known as Stavros, Mickey Rourke, to justice. Stavros. Things become personal when Stavros kidnaps Quinn's pregnant wife after his own lover and child were killed in an assassination attempt that went awry. Aiding Quinn in his rescue is his flamboyant weapons dealer, Yaz, Dennis Rodman. Crash and burn. P.S. Ice Tea is better than Ice Cube, and here's also a taste. And he sends us the poster. That's... hmm. I, just, I, I don't know that that line, that sign off. That's kind of like fighting words in my book. Yeah, some people. I I'm pretty sure times. I've seen that. Double team. Yeah, I've seen double team. It's 
it's bad. what we want. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. it's totally what I, we want. I think I've been it's, pushing for double team for a while. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's one of those weird ones where it's like, yeah. we're like, yeah, why haven't we watched double team? And then we never end up watching double team. Well, we've been stuck in a year. There was also uh, that and Simon Says. Yeah. Well, what was the what was the Rodman movie we watched? The, the oh, Terminal Skydiving, whatever. Tearaway. 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 Cutaway. Tearaway is the video game. Cutaway. Yeah. You got to cut away. We were like, what else has Rodman done? Oh, two other movies. Huh? Well. (laughs) So, yeah, we're going to watch Double Team at some point. Absolutely. And probably Ghost of Mars also. But keep up that fight. I'm really enjoying (laughs) the back and forth on that. But now we we will watch Double Team. Double Team will be watched at some point. Yeah, totally. It's got Dennis Rodman in it. Duh. With green hair. Well. Well, that that that's just not that unsold shocking. Chuck. No, I'm just saying it's not that shocking. Oh, well then. All right, next up is from Scott Two. This one's called Electric Boogaloo. Mm-hmm. Greetings, Casties. Just watched the documentary Electric Boogaloo: The Wild Untold Story of Canon Films. The title pretty much sums it up. And my God, if you haven't seen it already, you really need to. Not only a great documentary, but practically a Bamcast greatest hits. And it's fun to hear actors talk about their experiences with the studio, including one Michael Dudikoff. Not to be mistaken for losing your voice due to cough. Anyway, <laughs> just wanted to make sure this is on your radar. Scott two out sent via FBI copyright warning message, which Chuck, you've talked about it in the past. Yeah, I did. You weren't as impressed with it because it seemed like everyone was like, yeah, we made some shit back then, huh? And it's, they weren't there. Like there wasn't much enthusiasm. There's not a lot of people involved in the production of Canon stuff in it. There's the occasional actor who was in some of that stuff, but a lot of it is just outsiders like, yeah, and then they made this fucking thing. Can you believe this? And then they made this. That's garbage. There's no one in it who's really, like, speaking up for those movies. Yeah. And that's kind of a bummer. There's not that, like, Tarantino-type person who's like, yeah, and yeah, then they made Breaking 2, and that was fucking awesome. It's just like, they had a title, and then they made a movie, and it wasn't very good. And then they used that money to make this other movie. And it's like, okay, yeah, I understand how business works. Let's... Let's celebrate this shit. Mm-hmm. Canon movies are awesome. So it's yeah. still a good documentary. I mean, it's made by those guys who made, you know, um, Machete Maidens Unleashed and uh, the uh, Not Quite Hollywood. Okay. The Australian gotcha. exploitation. That's a good pred- so. pedigree right there. There's a lot of good clips in it. I mean, it's a, it's a good, like, check out the craziness that Canon did. But mm-hmm. the and participants where, and are. where is this available? Or is it somewhere? It's going to be out within the month. Oh, okay. I, I think it's everywhere at the end. Of the, there's like this big box set of canon movies coming ah. out at the end of the month. So, Ooh. yeah. Because I like the Machete Maidens one. That was a good time. Yeah. I haven't watched the Not Quite Hollywood one. Oh, you, you, yeah. That's the better of the two. Oh, okay. So, yeah. You're going to see a lot of our uh, stunt rock guy in the Not Quite Hollywood movie. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I like it. Uh, we actually do have a voicemail that from plus six one area code. We can do that after. Oh, can we do this one? Plus six one. Yeah, from Australia. What? Not quite Hollywood. They don't get the show in Australia. Yup. Dude, you just have to listen to it upside down. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's gotta be weird. Maybe that's why I have headaches. (laughs) (laughs) See on the podcast. That yeah, yeah. Do, do we need to get another? Do we go still for? Ah! Yes. <laughs> no, they all just have like claw feet. They have to hold onto the earth, otherwise they fall off. That's weird. Yeah. That explains a lot. They're That's like why bats. there are so many monsters yeah, in Australia. Like <laughs> That's where Batman's from. Is oh, Australia. Australia. Yeah. What? Yeah. Is he a criminal? Well, <laughs> that's why he went to, to. That's why he developed oh, is because there's so so I many. Gotcha. There's a rogues yeah. gallery of criminals and <laughs> a veritable <laughs> literal rogues yeah. gallery. There's. A place where they keep them all. Right. Yeah. Australia. 
We're sorry, Australia. What the and fuck are we talking about? I don't know. <laughs> no, we got a voicemail from Australia. Yeah, we did. <laughs> oh, you're waiting for me to play that. You said <laughs> sure. it later. Well, yeah, I, a few I seconds was, ago, you said later. I, I don't want to cut out all this oh, gold all right. now. Listen, all now, this gold everyone's been slinging out their maws. <laughs> it is now later. G'day, Bathcast. It's Chunky Brother from Australia, and I just got to say, you guys rock. You know what rocks more? Ninja Condors. Find it, watch it, rate it. It's got chucks. See ya. That call cost $7,000. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> what was his name? I didn't catch the... I believe he said Chunky Brother. Yeah, Chunky yeah. Brother. Chunky Brother. Ninja right. Condors? Yeah, that's Ninja a movie. Condors. Chunky Brother presents Ninja Condors. At first I thought it was Ninja Condos, and I was like, man, their association, <laughs> their association has to be the best. Oh, it's a Godfrey Ho movie. Ooh. Oh, yeah. shit. It's one of those where there's literally no I information. I want to watch Ninja, Con- Ninja Condos now. I like that. Mm. <laughs> You're not keeping up your exterior. <laughs> <laughs> there's just a guy running down the street with a sword cutting all the hedges. <laughs> I want to see Ninja Condos. <laughs> all right. He's just hiding in the dumb waiter. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Trash day. Ninja Condors? <laughs> yes, must Condors. wait till you turn on the racquetball court. Is it Ninjas Condors 13? Yeah, that's that's the the one. Yeah, that's just the address for Ninja (laughs) Condors. That's where Ninja Condors is. (laughs) Ninja Condos at Ninja Condors 13. Yep, got it. All right, Uh, next one up is from Pierre. Yeah, this one is titled A Week Ish of Bad Decisions. (laughs) Hey guys, I recently had a few days off and watched the following movies Die Hard, it was great. Die Hard 2. Arguably better than the first. That's definitely an arguably, arguably, and I like Die Hard 2. But Die Hard 3, pretty good. Die Hard 4, not awful. A few good set pieces. Die Hard 5, that was a mistake. Still in bro mode, I watched all four Lethal Weapon movies. Same sort of ranking. One and two equal parts awesome. Three was all right. Four was a mistake. Still in bro mode, I watched Speed, fantastic. And Speed 2, ha, 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 awful. Finally, I wound up watching Swordfish, which is my question to you guys. What do you think about that movie? Cliche but self-aware? Awful? Mediocre? What do you think? The, the email continues if you want me to continue. Um, I'll give you time to contemplate no, Swordfish. I, okay. I have an no, opinion please on continue. I'll, I'll, yeah. Yeah. I'll All contemplate. Right. Yeah. All right. After these movies took up a few days, I watched a 1990 movie that you have got to put on your list. I speak of a classic movie starring Dennis Hopper, Jodie Foster, Fred Ward, Joe Pesci, Charlie Sheen, Dean Stockwell, and Vincent Price, just to name a few. A movie so classic that Dennis Hopper actually disowned ever directing it. What is that golden turd? Dennis Hopper's Backtrack, a.k.a. Catchfire. Essentially, a hitman falls in love with his target movie. It's so awful you'd regret not watching it. Keep up the great work. Insert some clever one-liner here. Pierre. Yeah, we can't watch that movie. <laughs> You're shaking. You were shaking your head like you have watched that movie. That's that's got some very awkward stuff in it. Oh, and oh. some awkward Jodie Foster stuff that she has come out since and said, "Please, I, you know, Dennis Hopper basically beat me into doing things in this movie that I didn't want to do." So, mm. uh, what, it, what is it with Jodie Foster? <laughs> What's the deal with Jodie Foster? <laughs> yeah, mm. yeah. I, I that's. It's it's a bad movie. It's like a train wreck, but it's not our kind of bad. It it's mm. it's just like, it's like this is a bad. big production of garbage. Mm. Um, but Swordfish, on the other hand, I've only seen it once when it came out, and I thought that movie was fucking amazing. 
I mean, it's big and dumb and stupid, but it had stuff in it that I'd never seen before. I, I've never watched characters like roll down a hill for a minute straight. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> I've only seen one scene from Swordfish, mm-hmm. and it is the scene where he has to hack a oh. computer while getting a blowjob. That's, that's a pretty good that's scene not the one too. I thought you were talking to say. I was yeah. like, I've only seen that one scene. Well, sure. Very, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I have seen two scenes. Okay. okay. Yeah. Swordfish. All right. There you go. Some <laughs> some hot <laughs> quick time files yeah, on yeah. the yeah, internet. Yeah, but I just I just remember, and this was you know, and I saw it way back then mm-hmm. when I was much more pretentious about my movies, mm. to be totally honest. But mm-hmm. and I was just like. This is fucking idiotic. Yeah. And then I dismissed it. So I'd probably love it I, if I saw it now. I love hackers in the way that I, I love. I love swordfish in the way that I love hackers. Hmm. Like I look at them like they're right on par with the same kind of like, don't get me wrong. Swordfish is a lot bigger and a lot stupider than hackers. Like hackers is kind of small and silly, but like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, they're, they're both dated they're, in weird they're, ways. They're both dated in weird ways, but like they, they like, they sell their hacker universe so well that it's like, I believe it in the scope of this movie. Yeah. But like in the real world, both these yeah. movies, like versions of the internet are fucking idiotic. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I love Swordfish. I, I mean, I Swordfish is the first time, first time I went to a movie theater and saw a digital projection, which I know like we're now kind of becoming like Quentin Tarantino. Mm-hmm. Like, man, I miss like real things. But like when I, the first time I saw a movie, like in a hundred percent, digital projection i was like holy shit that this looks amazing mm-hmm. i mean it was like going to see a movie for H- in hd for the first time yeah and like i was just at out of town somewhere that had it long before we did and i was like just went to see a random movie i was like holy shit like this looks so good what what is with this movie and then i actually caught a guy outside i was like okay why does this theater look so good like a guy that worked there he's like oh yeah we just got dig- digital projection and i was like oh mm-hmm. yeah 210 <laughs> <laughs> what is this well, yeah. I, I don't know weird that's a weird bit of nostalgia with that movie strangely no that works swordfish is pretty good yeah yeah all right i i should watch swordfish again yeah i'd like to watch it again yeah my wife doesn't have many dvds but i think swordfish is one of them i think that's a dvd everyone owns i think that was just handed out a copy of it oh okay somehow well you knew your future wife two thousand dvds at one point i never owned swordfish yeah swordfish is one of those because it has travolta in it and i just fucking can't stand john travolta so that's not, probably a big part of it. He's not really the thrust of that movie. He's he's kind of in the background a lot. Mm. So that was in that time period where the world didn't know what to make of Hugh Jackman. Still, yeah, they were still working on him. Yeah, well, he just he hadn't done the Wolverine thing yet. He had done. He'd, he'd no, done. Oh yeah, totally. Wasn't it? No, it was post. It was post Wolverine. At least the first time. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. So it was right about the same time then. Yeah, I mean, right Hugh, Hugh, Hugh Jackman is the first time anyone in America saw, or you know, well, X Men was the first time anyone saw Hugh Jackman in America. Mm. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Like, I, no one. He maybe have came over here for vacation. People saw him. <laughs> <laughs> he, I'm saying that was that was his first like mainstream role. He wasn't like being given swordfish first or anything like I that. I wonder if Doug Ray Scott watches every every movie of Hugh Jackman's and just goes, "Fuck you, Hugh Jackman." Why? Because he was Wolverine. Oh, and then they recast him. Oh, it's like, it's Hugh like, Jackman. It's like Eric, St- Eric Stoltz in Back to the Future. Kind of, yeah. Huh. But yeah, I wonder if every time he's like, fuck you, guy, just fuck you. I see Doug Ray Scott in fucking everything. Like, everything. He's all over the place. Yeah, but he's not like... He's not Hugh Jackman. Yeah. No, I know. He's not hosting the Oscars. No, no, no. I'm just saying, yeah, different careers. He's not tap tap dancing into my heart like Hugh Jackman. Yeah. (laughs) He doesn't get to be in Peter Pan yet again. Yeah. You're right. You're absolutely right. Okay, maybe Doug Ray Scott's doing all right. He's all right. <laughs> I didn't mean it like he's doing okay for him. I'm just saying, like, I see that dude in everything. 
bitter. He's always like six billing, but I mean, he's in everything. Yeah, yeah he's getting a cup of coffee and a sandwich. <laughs> Hugh Jackman's like, I would like $25 million or I won't show up. There's a difference. Uh, sure. There's uh, a yes. difference. I understand that. He's like, did you forget I'm Wolverine? <laughs> Didn't forget. Never forget, Chuck. <laughs> Next up is from Steve, like the bird heron. <laughs> uh, he calls this one Jumping the Shark. Bamfcast. <laughs> Steve like the bird. You know the drill, squawk and such. I saw the intern with my family because I don't know. Why the fuck not? Wasn't my choice. <laughs> that movie's harmless enough that all the dumb bullshit in that script isn't even worth being bothered by. That entire script feels like a first draft that got greenlit, but De Niro is actually trying for once, and he has good chemistry with Anne Hathaway, so take that as you will. But I'm not here to talk about the intern, because nobody cares. I want to talk about the complete left turn that movie takes. All right. Apparently, spoilers for the intern so here. So we folks. are going to talk about the intern. Uh, well, he wants to talk about something specific. Ron. He says the entire first half of the movie is exactly what you expect from a Nancy Myers comedy, hmm. aka it's the whitest movie on the planet. It's the type of movie that the target audience probably thinks mayonnaise is spicy. But right in the middle of the movie, logic goes balls to the wall crazy. There's a solid ten minutes of that movie where it just turns into a heist film. The most petty heist film ever, but it just turns into a heist film. It's bonkers. Then when it's over, it just goes back to being a Nancy Myers movie. Most car crashes would leave less whiplash. It's the most dramatic tonal shift I've seen in a movie in a while, and I know that a BMF movie will do it every once in a while, but are there other movies you can think of that have a crazy tonal shift or completely jump the shark? The best example I can think of is when From Dust Till Dawn goes from little crime films to holy shit vampires. <laughs> Crash and Burn, Steve Like the Bird, sent via UHF. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, Psycho is a very good example of that because it's just kind of a, you know, yeah. criminals on the run. Let's hole up in this hotel for a while. And then, oh, my God, she's getting murdered to death in the mm-hmm. shower. It's like, yeah. And now, oh, well. now it's suddenly what's this creepy guy's secret? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a huge shift um, from Dustal Dawn is a mm-hmm. perfect example. Yeah, that, that's got to be the biggest one. Yeah. I mean, that's basically two different films smushed together the yeah. way that the, how drastically different. Well, I mean, like uh, in other movies, do it like Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz is a huge total shift. Oh, yeah. It's like you know, sleepy, you know, cop town thing. All of a sudden, it's like it's a, it becomes the action movie they've been talking about the entire mm-hmm. time. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, Pineapple Express is fucking crazy, ludicrous mm-hmm. total shift because it becomes a crazy action movie at the end too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to think. There's there's several comedies that just stop being comedies and become like straight drama. And it's just weird when it happens, but I can't. None of them are coming uh, to me. Anything Apatow? Like knocked up? <laughs> yeah, knocked up was a dick fart marijuana joke <laughs> movie, and then it was like, oh my god, there's actually a baby. We should grow up now and and learn responsibility. <laughs> dick fart yeah. marijuana <laughs> joke movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Cheech and John cover band. Hmm. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> not bad. Not bad. <laughs> respectable effort yeah um well, and i'm trying to think of some like i would a, say a liberty of, and bash has a pretty stark yeah. well, tonal shift let's talk about it in good ways though <laughs> yeah well, I, I mean like it, there's, there's them, good... it's where there's like a burst of violence in the middle of a movie that was just kind of like yeah like drive or somewhere it's like oh what where did this come from <laughs> yeah, yeah or today's movie yeah <laughs> well i mean in, in good ways there's um both jurassic park 2 and 4 i mean like just kind of a huge like crazy tonal shift of, mm. like late in the movie where it's like this became an entirely different movie yeah. all of a sudden possibly in a good way or possibly in a bad you know mm-hmm. depending on your point of view but, but. I know what movie I'm, 28 days later mm. always oh. bothers me 
is that I, I enjoy the first half of that movie way better where it's zombie apocalypse and not like shithead soldiers right. in the second half. Totally agree with that. Which mm. the kind of also another Danny Boyle movie is Sunshine, where a lot of yes. people are yes. okay with it. I am not okay with suddenly like, oh, what the fuck kind of movie are we in now? We're in a horror movie. It becomes like, a slasher film. Yeah. And you're like, why? Yeah, it's and, still interesting. It's still a stark yeah, slasher it, film. It's still but, interesting, but like the first half is so much more interesting. Yeah. And the filmmaking is so much better that... I agree. You know, it, it's kind of... And it's one of those things where it's like, this is still all right, but I want that. Mm-hmm. I like, I wanted that. Yeah. Why did you stop giving me that to yeah. give me this? Yeah. So hmm. it's like dessert sucks, but the meal was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We got one more voicemail. Then we're going to wrap it up for the night. Chuck, it's me, Mackie. Uh, not you from the future. The producers, they decided they weren't happy. So we had to reboot this bit. I know. We're completely out of ideas. Like that Ghostbusters reboot. Out of ideas. Or another Hitman or Transporters movie. Out of ideas. But guess who isn't out of ideas? Steve, like the bird heron. In this future, something something happens to Steve. Like the bird heron. Something that Tim saw. Tim is just so hot right now. Anyways, something bad happens. Something that involves... Raw force. Something uh, awkward and rapey. Anyways, it's because of this that I have to call back through this modified Game Boy Color to save mankind from all this awkward rape that Tim definitely saw. Spoilers. Tim is going to help the main protagonist in this terrible bit. Oh, and before I go, in case you were wondering, the beach, he, uh, he didn't make it. Something about... Spiders drinking from his eyeballs at night. I mean, they literally grabbed his eyes and made them into an eyeball smoothie. I mean, spiders. Fucking spiders. Eating the beach's eyeballs. Eight legs ripping and clawing out his eyes and sucking. Like a beach. Fucking jokes. Uh, Great. I will never uh, sleep again. uh, Thank you. Wow. I didn't need to sleep. I think that was the point again. of me from the future was to prevent you from sleeping ever. Hmm. Where is future you a dick? <laughs> because <laughs> it's current him. Day. His current day. Oh, yeah. present day me is a dick and yeah. past me Because is people a dick never too. change. That's right. true. Yeah. Good point. That's War true. never changes. So neither do I. War has changed, but you never change. No. Cool. <laughs> so yeah, why don't you give us some contact information there, BJ? All right, the website is bmfcast.com. Look on the right hand uh, rail for all the buttons that do all the things, uh, take you to all our social things. Um, the email address is bmf at bmfcast.com, and the phone number for the Garfield phone is nine one zero five jocks bmf nine one zero five five six nine two six three. Let's get out of here, shall we? We shall. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Bamfcast out. Mm-hmm.